I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 136, and today we're going to finish up the book, The Confident Mind. You know, it's kind of been this long process, but I've just felt it really important just to take it in these small steps, and I've, I think I've gone through most of the book, but again, I would just recommend reading the book or listening to the book. I actually have started re-listening to the book because it I had tried to get it on an audiobook for a few weeks through the library and it like finally was available where and I'm almost done with it with my podcast but it's been so good for me to just like listen to it like today when I was walking my dog and doing the dishes it just like helped remind me about all the great things that are in this book so if you haven't read the book or listened to the book and you've just heard me talk about the book, go get it or check it out. And if you go to my website and go buy it, like I have a link that is an affiliate link and that'll kind of help me a little bit. So today we're going to be talking about reflecting on your performance, what he calls your AAR. And I'm calling this reflect, plan, and commit with confidence. So this is like what he says is really, really important. And it's a pretty short chapter. But what he says is just taking the time to think back on your performance, whatever it may be. And I just did this with one of my substitute teaching positions that I had this past Monday. This will come out on Friday and I'm recording it on a Wednesday. So this past Monday, I substitute taught a full day at the middle school, which was the first time I'd ever done that for me. And anyway, so I'm probably going to get into that a little bit more later in the show, but I decided to use all of the questions that he has and really just think about what I done, what that means and all of that. So I'm going to get into that a little bit. Okay, you guys, this is totally random and off topic, but lately I've been on Pinterest watching cleaning hacks. And maybe I am just trying to get inspired so I like start cleaning my house. But today I was cleaning up my bathroom and there was this one hack about getting rid of like hard water stains kind of around your faucet. And it said to just like soak some rags in vinegar and then just let and then just wrap those soaked rags around your faucet, wherever there's hard water stains and leave it there for a while. And then they go away. And you guys, it like totally worked. I've had these water stains on my darn like bathroom vanity for so long and they're gone. And then I decided to put it in other spots that like it was sort of around my sink. Oh my gosh. So If you're looking to get rid of water spots, like that one really actually works. It's kind of cool. Anyway, there's all these ones that I'm trying, like I've saved and tried out. And maybe it's me like 
trying to gain control where I feel like when I go to substitute teaching, it's like, ah, I don't even know what's happening. So now I need to clean my house, <laughs> which maybe will be good, but except when I come home and I'm tired. And anyway, it's so funny. So, okay, let's get into the topic. It is basically what he calls the what, as in what actually happened in the performance, the so what, as in what can you conclude from what happened, and the now what, as in now that you've drawn your conclusions from what happened, what are you going to keep doing, start doing, or stop doing to ensure the next great performance? So in military terms, this is called the AAR or the After Action Review. And he says, don't skip this. Your mental bank account and your resulting sense of certainty will be glad you didn't. Okay, and so he says there are three steps. You have the what, the so what, and the now what. Okay, that's what he calls it. All right. So we are going to start with question one. The what happened. And what Dr. Sinzer says, it should be a dispassionate, non-judgmental assessment of what actually happened, beginning with the general, like the overall evaluation and of your confidence, like during the performance, and then moving on to specific, maybe particular moments when you were at your best or maybe at your worst. And he says this, he says, it requires a level of honesty that many people shy away from. This is a time to be your harshest critic and your best friend. Okay, so here is a list of the questions. There's eight of them and it's kind of a lot, but I am just going to go through with them. And if like, if you want more of the questions, I'll have these on my website. I'm sure you could probably find them also on The Confident Mind if there's some extra stuff with his website or just obviously if you get the book. Okay, so you're basically trying to just think about how an evaluation, honestly, and also kindly how whatever performance went. So here are the questions. Number one, what was the result? And it doesn't have to be, some of them could be like if you're in a game, a win-lose. And he's saying that's not only the most important thing, but it's just good to know, like, what was the result? Number two, how well did you execute? Look back non-judgmentally on your mechanics. What would a neutral observer or a camera record? Number three, how well did you maintain the right state of mind? Overall, did you perform with confidence and the right combination of calmness and urgency? In general, did you win a first victory? Okay. Number three, how well did you follow your CBA routine as the performance went on? Now, CBA is what we talked about last week. Your cue, the conviction, breathe your body and attach your attention, okay? How well did you do that? How many small first victories did you win? And how much of the time were you fully present and operating out of informed instinctiveness, okay? Number five, where did you slip out of the present confident state? When you did slip out, did you pull yourself back quickly or allow the moment to drag out. Number six, where in the performance did you feel like you were really in your zone? Number seven, where were your highlights? Put this performance through your mental filter and extract the valuable nuggets. 
or what he calls kind of like you make your own highlight reel, okay? And then number eight is what's the one moment you'd like to have back? Okay, so not that you're going to like totally remember all that, but those are the questions, okay? And it is quite a list. There's eight questions, but it's actually really, really helpful. I actually just sat down and did it while I was thinking about this particular day of my substitute teaching. And what he wants to point out is if you have just come off of a loss, or let's say you've had a day where you would consider it more of a failure than a success, then he says you want to be careful to reflect more on the time of your small successes that occurred during the event. So if you want to put it numerically, he says put it more 80% of your time that should be spent on the gems and 20% on the junk, okay? He says this is a balance of your honest, like harsh critic and your best friend, okay? Balancing those. He says to remember that you want to stay focused on the thoughts and memories of what you want more of rather than what you want to avoid or are afraid of. He says it's the critical process for building and maintaining your confidence. We always want to be focused on what we want more of. And it's so easy, especially with our kind of like negative bias in our brain to like concentrate on the things that went wrong. But he's saying, especially after a day where it feels like a bit of a failure or lots of mistakes, to really hone in on the things that you did well and what you want to see more of. Okay. But he said, the converse is true when you have just won an event or had an overall successful performance. He goes on to say, you naturally will be in a positive state after you win. So shift the balance of your personal reflection a little and move the emphasis from the 20% to 40% of the junk. And you'll still be enjoying the warm afterglow of your success, but it's important to manage the all-too-human tendency to ease up on yourself after you win. So when you had a successful day, you can, because you're already feeling more positive, take a little more time to look at some of the junk that happened, but you're still going to have more overall gems that you're reviewing and looking at. He says one of the really important things to do, I think it was number seven, is to drill into your memory the good nuggets, the highlight reel, the moments of effort and success and progress that build your mental bank account. So you want to be able to make sure that you're doing that. He says, gain from every experience you have by employing your precious human free will to identify and take pride in your good moments. Build your mental bank account. That's what we've been talking about. So looking for the best, like for those highlights that were good. So it was interesting. I was helping in this sixth grade math class and there was an issue with like the assignment. Somehow it wasn't posted or the kids couldn't get on the assignment that the teacher had given. And there was like a skill building class and then we began like second period and they didn't have an assignment and the kids were kind of like just didn't have anything to do and I was trying to figure out how to like find some math for them. I was looking for worksheets and they already done all these worksheets that I found. And so luckily the next period was lunch and I was able to put together like uh, I found some worksheets that would go along with the ones that I found. 
And I put together a three-page worksheet. A teacher helped me print it out. And then I found a video that showed like an example of like how to do these problems. And it made such a difference. So I was really proud of myself, first of all, of like deciding to figure out a way to find a worksheet instead of just like, well, oh, well. And it made such a difference for the rest of the class because I was able to give them the worksheet we watched this video. They were still kind of loud. And that's another thing I need to work on is my class management. And I, But it just helped me so that I gave them their worksheet and I had something very concrete for them to do. And if they did, a, like if they finished the first page or was working diligently throughout the class and I would give them the signature, they were going around getting like behavior like they would get good behavior signatures or stamps. Anyway, I was really proud of myself and I was grateful that I just was like, I felt like my best moments were when I was helping the students with these math problems. And I was so grateful that I had something for them to do. So I just was like, I've been thinking about that a lot. And the other thing that I was so amazed at, <laughs> because I could have said it was sort of similar and chaotic to my kindergarten class, except I wasn't like holding anyone down. I did have to call security on one kid during the class, but at the end of the day, I just felt like good and proud that I was able to make it through the day. And that was just another great thing I learned. So what he's saying is keep those good nuggets in your brain as you like reflect and do your evaluation. Okay, so what we just talked about was step one, the like, what happened? Step two is called, so what does all that tell you? And I really like these questions because a lot of times in our heads, we do tend to think about things that maybe we learn, but I like how he has a few questions for us to think about. And this one only has three, so not quite as many to think about. So number one, he says, what does that information tell you about yourself as a performer right now? What strengths and weaknesses did this performance reveal? Two, what do you know right now that you could not have known before playing that last game, giving the last concert, or making the last presentation? And this is what Dr. Zinzer says is his favorite. So what questions, what are the lessons that this last performance is trying to teach you? Or what have you learned from this performance? He says, these learnings are the raw materials for your growth as a performer. They remind you of things you need to continue doing, get you thinking about what things you need to start doing, and might even tell you what things you need to stop doing. Okay, so as I was doing this evaluation, it was really good because I felt like what I learned was that like I could make it through a day at the middle school because I was so nervous like the night before thinking about being at the middle school all day because I've done like half a day or a couple periods and just kind of like getting my feet wet and I've been slowly trying to be braver and so I had this one day where I was like it was last week and I was trying to be more confident and brave and so I signed up for a couple of these assignments that were all day I just was really proud. So that was another thing. But the other thing that I also revealed is that I need to figure out class management and like how to teach in a way that will help people. And 
And so it kind of helped me as I've been looking through articles and just trying to get ideas of how to do that. And I think the other thing that was really helpful for me is that I just don't need to be as like afraid. And I don't know if I want to say it's like afraid or timid or like, you know, do can I really do this? It's like after that day, I was like, whoa, I totally made it through that day with the sixth graders. Like I think I should be able to handle anything. So that was really helpful for me. Okay. And then, so he kind of talks about when you think about like, what are the strengths and weaknesses? This is where you think about like, what are some drills you need to do if you're in a sport? Or like for me, like what are things that I just didn't feel confident in while I was going throughout my day? And so those are things I might want to get better at or study or research, you know, like what are topics I could research for my next thing? So he says, armed with the insights from step two, step three is now what are you going to do about it? And this is where you put step two into action. And what I also really love about this, he says, first, the things you've learned about yourself, put them now into positive present tense statements. And so I did that with like my evaluation and a couple of my positive reflections were, I can create a lesson on the fly with some clues from the classroom. I can stay positive despite a chaotic, crazy day and not take it personally. And I can ask for help from other teachers. So those were some things that I learned and thought about when I did this AAR on myself for this one day. And then he says, after you make the statements of the strengths, like the things that you found out about yourself, then he says, the second thing is then you just get to work on the, the weaknesses that kind of popped up for you and be ready to, again, hone in onto the positive things that you can figure out. Like, okay, I need to work on this, but it's good. So he says, while you're going over and doing the drills or reading the research or studying the chapters you need to study, use the time that you have to get in what is important and then also implement the immediate progress review process by locking in, remembering your best drill, or allow yourself to feel up-to-date and empowered by maybe a piece of information that you save to keep building your mental bank account. The point of this AAR is that you're committed to your own excess. And the last part he says is go back and envision what you want to have happen. Remember that whole podcast about envisioning and being able to see yourself from like the internal place, like what would you want to have happen and sit there and like envision it and do some of those practices there. So that is really the process, the what, so what, and now what. And that is how you reflect and take the time to reflect. And again, I will have the list of questions on this podcast page on my website, Podcast 136. But to just finish up this book, The Confident Mind, he finishes up with an epilogue and he talks about this bus driver who he met when he was a graduate student and he was going to a conference. And he just remembers being struck by how positive this bus driver was. So he gets on the bus as he's going to the conference and he's in New Orleans and he, the bus driver says hi to everybody. Hi, have a great day. And he says, when students get on the bus, he says, hi there. Did you, do you have all your homework? 
And then he says, after they like get all these stops and then head up on the freeway, the bus driver gets on the speaker and says the following thing. Good morning, everybody. It's a beautiful day in New Orleans. I hope you're all having a good day. If you're having a bad day, change your mind and have a good day. And it just really struck him that this bus driver had the great idea. That is what he's been trying to tell us through this whole book, is that our minds are so powerful and then they can create some positive reinforcing things for us or they can create negative things for us and that all we have to do is to win our first victories sometimes is a willingness to change our mind and that is totally possible. So remember if you're having a bad day just change your mind and have a good day. Okay everybody I really hope you have really enjoyed learning more about confidence and how you really can grow and work on your confidence and there are practical steps that he reveals to us that are so good. If you haven't read the book again, I would say go get it because as I was re-listening to it today, I just was remembering all of these amazing stories of these athletes and these students from West Point who have gone through so much and have done their best and have used all of these tools to get there. And so why not use some of these so that you can create more confidence in your life? I know I certainly am needing it as I am trying out this new substitute teaching thing. It has helped me immensely. So I hope it helps all of you. And I hope you guys all have an awesome week. And thanks for listening. All right. See you next week. Okay. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening.